Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I'm surprised that this much material is getting out of China. I thought they did a, I mean, I'm going to say pretty good. It's not good at all. They were pretty effective, might be a better choice of words, at stopping video from escaping. Um, you know, shut hit the button, shut down the Internet, and make sure that that stuff doesn't get to the United States. But assuming, and, and, and I'm paranoid about this because I second-guess everything I see. Do do you? I think I think you're you're a smart person if you second guess everything. I mentioned this, you know, when I was in the Middle East, this was one of the things that happened all the time that I was trying to fight. People taking video that had nothing to do. I think in some cases it was 10 years old and circulating it saying, "See, see what's happening?" and trying to rile up groups of people uh to get them to overthrow the royal family in the in the countries that I was living in. This has been one of the tactics. So every time I see video, I look and I see, all right, is this is this real? Am I watching movie footage? Am I watching something that's repurposed? What is what am I looking at here? Is this legit? And I I'm assuming I mean oh God, like I can trust the national news. I I I, I don't think this is completely made up in China. Uh, I'm skeptical of everything, but I'm looking at it thinking this is this is pretty dramatic. What's happening in China? And I'm, I'm, you know, for for the people of China, in certain places, to do this, this is out of character for them. You know, in, uh, going against the government and having protest isn't exactly a, a, a part of the Chinese culture. I say that based on working with the Chinese at my old PR firm and um, and having traveled in China on a couple of occasions. This this is not the norm. You know, here people protest because they're ticked off about you know art artwork, so they're bent out of shape over something that's relatively benign. There, you know, atrocities can happen, and everybody just kind of lowers their head and doesn't say anything. So this is pretty dramatic. Um, Now, what do we do here in the United States if we start to see the push for uh, new regulations and testing? And, um, you know, i got to be honest with you, with, with the new booster shots... Thank goodness Glenn Youngkin got elected governor of Virginia because I don't know, would these Democrats, if they were in charge of the General Assembly and the governor's mansion, would they be pushing 
to mandate more booster shots. State Senator and Dr. Siobhan Donovan is back with us. I mean, I, I, I don't think I'm being petty or hyper-political to bring that question up. I think that's a very important question for us to contemplate and to ask them, what, what would you do if you were in charge? Because I think you're going to see a big distinction between the Glenn Youngkin Republican approach and what Democrats would advocate, don't you? I do, and I think that, um, you know, it's interesting because in a way, I think Glenn Youngkin's um, election um, really shattered that stronghold, maybe even across the country, mm-hmm. because what you saw happen is, um, you know, there was just a complete relief that people were no longer being mandated. I think I think mandated vaccines were something that were going to um, eventually come to a head and go away. One of the biggest, most influential issues were that there were enough healthcare workers. At one point in time, when vaccination was being mandated on the mandated on the on the precipice of firing, about thirty percent, according to the CDC, um, healthcare employees, <coughs> excuse me, had not been vaccinated, and were declining. So, if you wanted to see a healthcare crisis, it would have been in mandating those employees and them not getting the vaccine and leaving their jobs. <coughs> you <Sorry>. okay? <laughs> You, yeah, you don't no, have COVID. Uh-uh. Uh, everybody's got to get no, this. I don't. It's cold and flu season. People have the colds. Right. They have the flu. So, I mean, you know, I'm not going to freak out about it. But I'll tell you, it we is can't funny be... that you cough and people wonder. They do. And it and it freaks some people out. We had a family situation uh, that I want to be delicate about because I don't want to upset people in my own family. But um, I've got one family member who is absolutely, other than my mother that I've talked about on the air, who has refused to get the vaccine and i think that's completely legitimate this person has just decided they're not going to do it um and they made it this far being pretty active and they're just not going to do it but this thanksgiving there was supposed to be a family gathering and the other people in the family were freaked out like oh you got to be kidding me you didn't get the vaccine i'm like what are you guys talking about who where are you getting your news. You don't have to read right-wing crazy conspiracy theory websites to recognize that all the things you were told about the vaccine preventing the spread, that's just not something you got to worry about these days. And you, right. you certainly shouldn't prioritize it as um, uh, your, your linchpin about whether you interact with other people. Would you agree or would you argue with me about that? No, I would totally agree, and it makes me sad to think that there's still family conflicts that have, we talked about this last year when it mm-hmm. really, really was a big issue, and, you know, that, that this politicizing a medical issue has created so much fear. It's absolutely the opposite of what any physician wants or should do, and that is to um, give enough bad or misinformation or not enough information to a patient so that they're afraid instead of empowered. Mm -hmm. And I think this issue in China is fascinating. Could it, you know, you, you, you see dots begin to connect. You hear Fauci came up with the idea of lockdowns because of what China did, not Mm -hmm. based, not predicated on any good scientific evidence. China you know, maybe which is where this all began, continues to lock down to this day so much so that they've cost the lives by preventing firefighters 
of 10 citizens that couldn't get there. You've got Elon Musk purchasing Twitter, which is where we saw, I think, from what the Washington Post says, maybe a demonstration of the Chinese governmental inner um, action and um, you know their their ability to manipulate and control social media by them trying to drown out reports that were coming out on Twitter by overloading um, you know any of the uh, threads that were carrying that information. So if they, you tried to see the thread, it was swamped with all this misinformation from these uh, apparently dormant Twitter sites that went live right at this time. And I've always thought, I remember hearing in a class many years ago that the Chinese government will not survive the inevitable, the Chinese Communist Party will not survive the inevitable access of their people to outside information. And it's probably going to be the Internet or it's going to be something else. And they have, to my surprise, been able to suppress that for so long. Um, But it would be amazing if this, these connected dots were the crucible in which that, you know, Chinese party in, in China finally really took everything to a breaking point and motivated um, the Chinese people to take their country back. It'd be amazing. Well, listen, if, if they, if, if the citizens had weapons, I think this would have taken place a long time ago post Tiananmen Square and the massacre mm-hmm. there. But, uh, you know, it's another... I, I, I noticed, again, not to get all political, but it was really, I thought, uh, disgusting the way some of your colleagues in the Senate uh, went around this weekend talking of, after the Chesapeake Walmart killings. It switched from let's pray for the victims to let's turn a memorial service into a political event and talk about gun legislation. I mean, I I don't know. I'm just so turned off by that. Um, Clearly, I'm not for their type of gun control. I think that's bad. But some of these senators, Senator Lucas, um, she didn't seem to have any problem turning it into a an event to talk about gun control. I got to run, and but do you, you know, have a reaction to that? Or you... I do, and, and I'd love to talk about that because the fact of the matter is they passed so many, every piece of gun legislation they wanted to pass the two years that they were in complete control, mm-hmm. and it didn't, obviously it didn't work. So they have, you know, if we want to talk about cause and effect, the legislation, I'd like to know what new legislation they're talking about, because I've talked to Democrats about this, and they've basically said, what's left? Virginia has passed a package of gun control legislation, um, but this is a slippery slope, right? This is what everybody's afraid about. Um, they're going to eventually say, well, we haven't done enough, therefore we must do, you know, I mean, it's going to come down to them saying people shouldn't have guns. And oh, that's yeah. not going to work either. That's where we're headed. That's, and, where, that's what they're saying, because not, cause we, we told them before they passed it, mm-hmm. this is not going to cause, this is not going to fix the problem. Regulating lawful gun owners more is not going to fix the problem, and it hasn't. Well, I wonder, I wonder whether they're polling this. I mean, Senator Lucas was all, I, I think she was on uh, the national networks this weekend. 
Well, they're very effective. Fear is a very, very effective trigger. Mm -hmm. So when they talk guns, it's a great moment for them to get up in front of people because they say they need to do something. People feel that desperately. And I do, too. I mean, nobody wants their family member that right before Thanksgiving and or ever. You know, I mean, this is a staggering emotional moment. But instead of, you know, doing something constructive, they flip it towards we can fix the problem. People invest their emotional desire in that promise. But unfortunately, you know, they, they don't really follow through for the yeah. time that it takes to say, hey, did it work? Yeah. Um, well, you look at all of these shootings of late, and I think if we go back to a lot of them come down to, is there somebody in the individual's life who knows them well enough to recognize that something's really screwed up and about to go badly uh really really wrong and are they in a position to intervene and do they choose to intervene uh you know the individual's always got to be responsible for their own behavior but this is mm -hmm. this is a cultural thing i think a family and thing, can we look for thing. warning signs like yeah. suicide or like they have with you know that you know different that they're able to profile people i mean is there a way that we can learn from this to avoid the future. Yeah. I'd like to do a real root cause analysis because right. I don't think the answer is more gun legislation. And, you know, I agree saying mental health is an issue isn't fixing it either. Yeah. And so we've got to figure out what we can do to fix it. Yeah. Well, I think it used to be the family. I think the family used to intervene to say, hey, son, what's going on here? We need to get you some help. And since that's no longer the priority in our society, um, that puts us in a bad spot. State Senator and Dr. Siobhan Donovan, I always appreciate the chance to talk to you. Thanks, Happy Thanksgiving. John. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. 
a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.